Okay, so fuck, Mary, kill. Oh, no. This ain't the crude version. Fuck, Mary, kill. Okay. Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Sonic. Ooh. Um, I would marry Sonic. Really? Yeah. Fuck McDonald's, kill Taco Bell. Really? Yeah, yeah. I feel wow. confident in that. I feel, wow. I feel very confident about that. Okay. What about you? I think I'm going to kill Sonic. I have a soft spot in my heart, but McDonald's is McDonald's, and the fries are un, unparalleled, especially compared to Sonic's fries. And I'm going to fuck Taco Bell, because Taco Bell is that dirty shit. Oh, Taco Bell is that nasty stuff that makes you feel good and then feel a little and bit a little weird. bit ashamed of yourself afterward and during it. But sometimes you need that. I was actually I was pretty ashamed like spoiler alert, our Eat the Crude is Taco Bell related. Mm-mm-mm. Um I was a little ashamed going through the drive through today because I just Really? The place is just not I don't know. Hopefully it Bad comes vibes. back and we can do an ether crude of it. But one time I ordered just for the sake of our YouTube, uh, Facebook kind of eating horrible things pre-podcast ether crude. I I got the the fried the flaming hot mac and Cheetos from That's Burger King. Right. It's it, it's a deep fried mac and cheese with flaming hot Cheetos dust, and it was the most <laughs> terrific thing I've ever had in my entire life. And I that I'll go to Taco Bell <sighs> happily, no shame. Get a bunch of tacos and some quesadillas, sure. and, and, and feel no feel very proud of it. Sure. I mean, I won't tell my wife I went there because I'm <laughs> sure. a little bit ashamed, but bit. I won't be ashamed to be a person there, to be seen there. Okay, okay. And I was very ashamed to order. Can I have the uh, the, the Flamin' Hot Mac and Cheeto? <laughs> I just felt so, like, how many people have ordered these? And then someone's, right. like, making it, and they're like, like the fuck Who would this? do this to themselves? <laughs> I grabbed yeah. one of the snack things as if I'm going to eat this right now in the air. I'm not going no, to. I'm going to put it back. toss it back in there, but yeah, yeah that's <laughs> all right. Oy. Yeah, so, okay, I was just thinking some good fuck, Mary kills. The other one I was thinking was uh, fuck, Mary kill, pies, cake, cookies. Ooh. Um... I'm going to go ahead and answer that. I don't know if you meant to pose that to me. Is that, yeah. is that okay? Great. I mean, listeners, please submit your answers for both of these, please. Yeah, yeah please. Um... I'd have to kill pie. I'm not a pie person, so that's decided. Sorry. Um, kill pie. Fuck cake. Mary cookies. Okay. Yeah. Cookies is, you know, the lifetime partner. It's never going to disappoint you. Ne- steady. Never disappoint. Yeah, steady, versatile. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of cake that I felt disappointed by. I've had very few cookies that have yeah, disappointed I agree. me. Yeah, I agree. See, I'm killing cake. Okay. I love a good cake. Okay. When cake is good... So for this, is I'm always thinking about like, like high-low. When cake is good, it's great. It's great. It's great, moist. It's great. Oh, when it's yeah. bad, it's awful. It's so bad, I know. And so part of me wants to marry pie. I love pie. I think pie is just a, it's a domesticated, it's just down home. It's just, it's what I you guess. want to come home to. I get. What's so I'm marrying kind of pie? pie and the, peach pie. I love okay. peach pie. I love apple pie. I love, oh, so you're fruit I pie. love strawberry pie. Fruit pie guy. Of course. Oh no, I can't do fruit pie whatsoever. Why? Oh no, no, no. I don't. The hot fruit is a no hot. for me. Well, don't say it like that. <laughs> but it's hot. <laughs> mm, hot fruit. Hot fruit. That's a band name. Hot it's, fruit. Hot fruit. Uh, like I can't. The closest I can do is cobbler. Cobbler's like pie, but there's no pie underneath. It's like this stuff on top, which mm. I say is in the pie family. 
the, yeah, and that's that is closest I can get to a fruit pie. The problem is that that leads me fucking cookies, and I just you know that's like <laughs> okay, fine. Although yeah. great cookies are great, so I, I'm, I'm flipping. It. I'm gonna fuck pie because pie is gonna give me a night to remember. Because yeah. good pie yeah. is great, and then I'm gonna marry cookies. It's never gonna let me never down. Never gonna let you down. It's gonna just keep the gift that keeps on giving. My, what's your favorite cookie? Um, I don't know. I love all kinds of cookies. I love chocolate chip, like classic chocolate chip. I love um, peanut butter cookies. Mm. One time during a snowstorm, um, Blythe and I, my, my wife, made, um, we just like, we're sitting around the house, like we, we had nothing. So I was like, let's make some kind of cookies. So we had cocoa powder and other things. And we made chocolate cookies with marshmallows in them. And those oh. shits were dank. Sounds good. Yeah. There's a company here in town called Hi-Fi Cookies, mm-hmm. uh, in the town we live in. I guess, have we never ever actually said where we live? No. Should we keep it mystery? We've given enough context clues. But if for- someone really wanted to figure out what city we live in, they could easily Yeah. Ooh, find and out. if you have a guess. That's a great, great. <laughs> guys, on Twitter, on email, fig- guess where we live. You could re- <laughs> it should be very easy if you pay attention to the things that, that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, we've <laughs> let some serious context clues slip. And just Google Hi-Fi cookies now. Yeah. I mean, so you're really going to know. But they're great. You ever so had them? Good. Absolutely. The chocolate chip one has like sea salt sprinkled on top. Ooh, it's I don't cream. think I've had oh that one Oh my god, one it's yet. so good. I've and had their like sprinkle. They have like one with a ton of sprinkles on it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... They run with like pretzels and potato chips inside of it. Yes. So yes. good. So, so good. I think I'm a peanut butter cookie or snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodles really do are really me. are really good. I never knew about them until I was older. Like mm-hmm. they were never on my radar. My yeah, parents never same. made it. Oh, I would say for nostalgia purposes, probably my favorite cookie when it comes to just memories of being a kid is an, is an M&M cookie. Uh-huh. My grandmother used to always make... Whenever we would visit um, my, my grandparents on my dad's side when we were little kids, my grandmother would almost have a tray covered in plastic wrap full of freshly baked. She'd have, she'd have um, oatmeal cookies, just just oatmeal cookies. Mm. Um, my favorite were the M&M cookies. Basically, sugar cookies with M&Ms in them. Yep. And they, so they, they were cookies about like the size of like, oh, I don't know, maybe three inches in diameter. No, mm-hmm. smaller, but like with full-size M&M's. Oh, so the ratio was really Really optimal. great. She'd have little mini um, pecan pie cups. Oh, I love those. And chocolate chip cookies that, that she would make. And she was just a, wow. she is a, an amazing woman. She can't really bake anymore. She has dementia. But that M&M cookies to me had that really great place in my heart. <laughs> That's, well, welcome back to Talking Cookies, y'all. Yes. Um, we're just chatting it up. Yeah, I don't know if there are any desserts, the desserts or cookies. There's lots of food in this episode, but I don't think there's a lot of food. dessert. Not um, that we saw. I'm sure Hannibal would not skip dessert. Oh, God, no. I'm oh, sure God, no. Human it. cream. This is <laughs> Jesus. The fuck's in human cream? <laughs> I don't know. Um, welcome back, everybody, to the ethical But oh, You didn't do it with me. Oh, ethical I know. butchers. <laughs> We did it last we time. We did it in I unison. Like, I thought you were. I like looked at you and you were like, "What are you looking at me okay, like okay, that for?" Okay, let's try it again. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ethical, Ethical Butchers. Butchers. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right. We, we can do better, but I don't know if it's going to be cornier or we should just let it roll. Um, I love it just how, just as we are. I mean, I guess dessert in a way. This episode, season one, episode seven, sorbet, is yeah. I guess now considered a dessert. Option sorbet is mm-hmm. obviously um, the kind of frozen treat that is fruit and sugar water. Basically, it is not cream. There is no mm-hmm. milk. I think 
I think when I did some cursory research, I think sherbet used to be kind of an interchangeable term, but now sherbet is considered like more with um, with frozen milk with milk ice in it. So okay. it's not as creamy as ice cream, but it has some milkiness, milk in it. Um, that's kind of what we think of like sherbet versus sorbet, which is just uh, dairy-free yeah. um, fruit puree. I like sorbet. I like do you? I do. Yeah, absolutely. And is it like a more of a palate cleanser than yes. like a dessert? Yes. I think okay. that's the reason why it was after the entree and this kind of courses of this season. The sorbet, sure. I think, in a lot of contexts, it can be used as a palate cleanser. Yeah. It's fresh. It's watery. It's fruity. It's something light to to cleanse your palate. And we actually do see a palate in yeah. in this episode. What I got really we? excited with the otoscope. But <laughs> <laughs> part I had to do Hello. those things in grad school. We had to oh. scope people down their Holy throat and look at your look at her larynx. We saw her larynx going and buzzing away, and then it mm-hmm. otoscope pulled out and saw the palate. My wife went That's palate amazing. cleanser. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, it reminds me of uh, Princess Diaries. When is there sorbet in Princess Diaries? She's like sitting. Oh, Princess at- Diaries. I think about Princess Bride. I I've oh. seen Princess Bride Diaries a long time ago. So was it Anne Hathaway or Anne is Hathaway? It- yeah, and she's like learning to be a princess, and the, she's like at a fancy dinner, and they have a sorbet as a palate cleanser. Oh, and she like great. takes takes the whole thing and shoves it in her mouth. She get brain freeze. Yeah. Like a kind of like physical comedy. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. We need more Anne Hathaway like like physical comedy. I feel like Devil yeah. Wears Prada was the last of like the Anne Hathaway as comedy. As like comedic. Unless she's she, she did any rom com. But, but, but say, she, she been any rom com like recently? Not recently. She's really um, oh, she's, disappeared she's, she's, out of because she had a child not too long oh, ago. She did. Okay. Yeah. Last thing I remember her in was was Dark Knight Rises, which was way too long ago. No, she, no, was she in Ocean's Eight? I haven't seen oh, it no, yet. Oh, she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, I just saw that recently. Yeah. But that's like the, I feel, probably the most recent thing she's done, or like, that was the first thing she's done in a long time. Okay. Um, she can be choosy. She can afford to be choosy. Absolutely. She was fantastic in Ocean's 8. It was Was like, she? She was. Was it good? It I've heard mixed okay. reviews. I've heard it's like fine. It's okay. So Blanche and I have talked about renting yeah. it, and we've done Deadpool 2, and then we did uh, okay. Game Night recently. Yeah, we watched And I'm just too. hesitant, because I'm like, okay. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be formulaic? And I don't want... I want to like it because it's an all-female universe. Yeah. I want to like stuff like that. Yeah. But Ghostbusters was such a letdown. And I've heard Ocean's yeah. 8 was kind of like blonde. So I'm just well, really nervous. My, my issue with... I was talking about this with Perry. My issue with Ocean's 8 was... Um, it did follow a bit of a formula that you're familiar with with the other Ocean's movies of like a heist. But like... It's more than a heist sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but my biggest problem was that in all of the previous Ocean's movies, what made it fun was that like back and forth banter with well, yeah, all the, the characters. The chemistry, yeah. The Brad chemistry, Pitt and with Matt Damon. The, yeah, and like, Clooney, like all the exactly. chemistry. Yeah. And it just lacked that. Really? You didn't get a, a good sense of all of the characters as well as you did in the previous Ocean's yeah, movies. Yeah, I feel like that's like, going to be a cast. I wonder if it's a casting thing or a writing thing. I feel like it's both. I feel like it was more of a writing thing because the cast was fine well, I'm I, controversial opinion is that I don't really know if I enjoyed Rihanna as much as everyone did I don't think she's a great so actor. you haven't seen Battleship <laughs> I don't need to see Battleship I get it uh, yeah I haven't seen yeah. Battleship I saw it over a guy's shoulder on the plane one time that was basically all of my <laughs> experience with Battleship <laughs> and I was like interesting okay hmm. yeah. <laughs> when are they gonna say like B7 <laughs> <laughs> you slunk my Battleship um, okay. Let's dive into this episode. But before going. we do, we should do we should do a, a little shit eating and housekeeping. I have some housekeeping. I have some other things. So first, housekeeping is. I, I was thinking earlier today about how we um, we sort of wait to do the credits at the end of the show. Uh-huh. And I 
feel like we don't ask people to subscribe and like follow us on SoundCloud. I feel like we did the very first episode and we've just forgotten. So I was like, okay, okay. I want to say that first and foremost. If you're listening, we really appreciate you. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone on Twitter who follows us and just like friends who text us and all that kind of stuff. Please um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud. Share Please. us with your friends. Write yes. us a review. Please do. It yes, all of that. Find us and retweet just, our stuff. I appreciate yeah. everyone who does that. Just however, if you appreciate us, you enjoy us. Just, just word of mouth is, I feel like, the best form of advertising, especially for a podcast of this yeah. community. Just we really appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. So that's. Um, that's all I wanted to say about that. Just get that out in the forefront because I figure people have probably turned off our episode by the, by the time, time we, we get, get to, to the thing. Goodness. Yeah, I know, right? Um, okay, and then we gave you guys a lot of homework in the last episode. You guys came and through. And you guys really came through. So, for instance, uh, several people told us that the musical direction was um, headed by Brian Reitzel. I hope I'm pronouncing that man's Brian, name correctly. Brian, spoiler, crushed it this episode. Oh, my God. Music in this episode oh, is yeah. popping. So good. So thank you guys for doing that homework because we are, as I say every episode, lazy. lazy. Okay. <laughs> and we have, I like, mean, I mean, I'm sure you're all, no, I'm not going to say it. I almost said we have lives, but like that's rude to everyone rude. else because you guys have lives and other things oh, too. Of course. We could totally do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just choose not to. Okay. Um, the other thing, I was doing some, what was I looking up? I'm busy writing lyrics for costume segments. Yeah, exactly. I was looking up something, and I ended up on the Wikipedia page of the FBI's um, Behavioral Science Unit. Okay. Oh, because, and this is, I'm not going to get into this, but... You were solving the John Benet Ramsey crime at one in the morning? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so close. I love that um, meme. I love that meme so, so, so much. So close to solving John Benet Ramsey. No, I, I was watching the episode, and we got to the scene where... Jack has a shotgun. Hell yeah, he does. And I was like, in Fuck what yeah. world does the head of the payroll science unit, is he on the front lines with a shotgun and no, Crawford no armor? So I looked up the payroll science unit because I was like, is he supposed to be armed or like what's happening? And anyway, I was reading through that and uh-huh. I saw that the Evil Minds Research Museum is real. Wow. It is actually a like part is it of a real the museum? Science, apparently. Can we go? Oh, Let's like go. a physical museum. We're going to have a trip, guys, and we're going to record an episode from the Maple Mind. Yeah. Meet us, uh, meet us in Quantico or Baltimore. Your headphones are okay? It is. It's all, yeah, it, it's fine. I feel like I sound weird. Do I sound weird to you? I no, you like, sound fine. Do I? You just keep adjusting your headphones, and I'm worried you're, like, not comfortable. No, I'm perfectly fine. Sorry, friends. I just feel like I feel like I sound weird. Okay. No, it's fine. No, you, you're I good. I think I'm just far away. You're good. Um, and then I wanted to shout out. Um, our friend Ann Harris, who emailed us yes. um, about the Lita painting. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, I didn't. Let me oh, okay. Um, so there is apparently um, a painting in Hannibal's um, dining room of Lita and the Swan, or Leda and the Swan. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, like mythology uh, heads hit me up. Um, but let me pull up the email. No, I'm doing it right now. Don't okay, worry about great. It. So she was basically talking about like you know production design and how great it was okay. and how this was like a little tidbit about Lita and the Swan, um, which depicts um, the assault of Lita by Zeus, who's disguised as yes, a swan. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. It. Yes. And how it's like she thought it was. Can you help? Or, no, it's you're, loading. You're loading the it. Wi-Fi's being slow as fuck right I'm now. I'm sorry, Anne. I'm like doing your... I got um, a spinning wheel and Google's now saying something's not right. I hate when it does that. 
Um, oh, but she thought it was it was interesting about this like depiction of bestiality in his um, in his dining room. I and never noticed that. Well, it's such a. I'm sure. Well, she said also it was like censored for a few episodes. Just like the butt cracks were. Just like the butt cracks, butt cracks. Um, and I mentioned to her, it's yeah, not only a depiction of bestiality, but also of deception. So it's Zeus disguised as a swan, mm-hmm. just as Hannibal sort of disguises himself as a real human being. Yes, and um, we specifically and we sort of, get into that in this episode. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we can post a uh, a picture. Um, on our Twitter. And I appreciate that you said VJJ in your first email to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you think Abigail was thinking, what the hell? I think Abigail was tripping balls, and she was like, this is my family. Yeah, she's like, what is this? Um, But I was was reading about this, or did she mention it? Somewhere in either the article she linked to, or she mentioned it, that um, this painting is like uh, famously... It's famously disappeared, and oh, really? so it was like it's a funny oh, like narrative to think that like Hannibal like has this painting and no one knows I love and he that. has it just like hanging in his dining room. I love that. Um, that is all that I had for that, but I know you had some eat shit. I well, I just want to personally eat shit. I'm sure zero point zero people <laughs> caught my error when we were talking about NPR names and we were talking about our girl Ophabia Questarkton. We talked about how she goes NPR News Dakar, and then I said, or when she's from Senegal, broadcasting from Senegal, she goes NPR News Accra. And immediately after I finished recording, I realized that I'm a dum dum, and Dakar is the capital of Senegal, and Accra is the capital of Ghana, which she'll occasionally do it from. I, I I love maps and geography and like countries and capitals, and the fact that I confused Senegal and and Ghana's capital makes me very upset at myself. I'm sure no one else noticed it, but I have to call it out because if I was listening and someone did that podcast, I would be oh. losing my mind. So oh. I want to make sure I'm calling it out. Yeah. I, I Good for I'm you. an eat shit about this. Cool. I get it. I'm really appreciate no one tweeted me a picture of a map like an arrow <laughs> like, being like, uh huh, dummy. you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> or Ophabia her, herself. Yeah, Ophabia is listening. She and is listening. Oh, I love. What's up, Febs? What's up, Febs? You and you and Philip Reeves, NPR at London. <laughs> Which for a while I thought his name was Flip Reeves because of the way he said it with the British quickly. accent. Yeah. Philip Reeves. I was like, Flip. That's a what great a, name. That's amazing. What a great white boy waspy name is Flip. Flip. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, I love that. Speaking of names, we're just gonna jump in. I'm just gonna jump in. Do it. I watch with subtitles because my wife I and I too. both have hard of hearing. Yeah. Um, and it, it did you know that Jacob Kowalski, as in aka Dan Folger, aka Franklin, it's spelled with a Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. What the fuck is this guy like from Utah or something? Like, does he have kids named Braxton and Jackson? Oh, I could see. <laughs> Like, like Franklin with a Y? I could see him, I can see his parents spelling it the right way, and then whenever he got he gets older and an effort to, like, appear more mysterious or just in changing it to a Y. I would, I love that because he's such a tryhard in try culture hard, right? that, like, moving it from an I to a Y is the most insane opposite thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like... I see, like just... Part of me wonders if he was named Franklin with a Y, and then he's like, no, 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 it's Franklin with an I... You know, because I'm I'm high class. But oh I God. love the idea that he made it with a Y because he's that stupid. I think and he was like, if I put a Y there, <laughs> it'll be like spelling vampire with a Y. Yeah. Or magic with a J I C K. 
Yeah, I'm, that's exactly what I think happened. Just so people could be like, oh, Frank, I'm like, I'm, uh, L-I-N? And he's like, no, no actually, L-Y-N. L-Y-N. Do you want to be my friend? I could be a good friend to you. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, I was we'll so <laughs> happy to have him back in this episode. Yeah, me too. And... Like, oh, oh my god, I love Dan Folger so much. He's so brilliant, and I can't wait for the next Magical Beasts. Even though the fact that the trailer revealed that Nagini is a person. I know, people are furious. And I, Blythe was theory that people had. I mean, like, that was was a theory that was out there. And I think. I must have missed that theory. What? I'm not a big, like, Potterhead. I was not deep into the forums, but I was reading the controversy after the trailer came out, and it was like, oh, like, many people thought that Nagini might have been a woman, but we're mad that they revealed that in the trailer. I never thought that. Me neither. I thought it was a regular fucking snake. I never thought any clues to it. He uses partial mouth and he's at a snake. Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. Please get at me if this is like a reasonable thing. I'm comparing now. J.K. Rowling helps write these movies, so it's canon now. Yeah, I guess. So there, there it is. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. I, I saw that and I was like, uh, excuse me? I'm still going to watch it. I can't wait. Oh, you can't kidding me? I can't have a young Dumbledore? Are oh you kidding? God. I, Listen. My boy Eddie Reds. I, Eddie Reds. I said it on the first episode. The only person who could play Will Graham similar to Nancy would be Eddie fucking Redman. I know. I listen. Jude Law can do no wrong in my eyes. Has everyone seen Young Pope? If you haven't, you I watched should. the first episode. I lost my mind, it's and I need to keep watching it. I know that I would love it. It's which absolutely, we should totally do this. And once we finish Hannibal next year, thirty episodes, we should just jump into the, the, the yeah, Young Pope we should cast. Just do young <laughs> it is crazy talk. Okay, yeah, let's dive in. Let's let's get it going. So, um, I guess it cuts to the opening lecture, kind of Will giving some background, just basically an exposition dump on on the Chester Gripper. We know, we learned a lot about the Ripper last episode, Hannibal, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we didn't know much about it. I love that he, they're called Sounders of Three. little foreshadowing with the small group of pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, pigs are going to become a thing later in this show in the best possible way. Um, I've never heard of a sounder being referred to as a small group of pigs. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I love knowing weird terms for... For groups of animals and... Yeah. My two favorites are a murder of crows. Correct, yeah. And a dazzle of zebras. Oh, I've never heard that That's fun, right? That's fun. Yeah. So if I get a whole bunch of fruit strike gum, it's a dazzle of fruit strike (laughs) gum. The gum that flavor goes away in three seconds. Immediately. Immediately. Um... So he's just talking about the Ripper, and then Jack comes in, and right when Jack comes in, of course, it cuts to Miriam. Right. Um, you know, he wanted this killer, like, her arm. What was it? He, he wanted to, like, rub it in the face, basically. He wanted to... Yeah, the, it was a, a tool of humiliation, more or but less. But not for Miriam. But not for Miriam, for someone else. Exactly. Um, and Will says, I think towards the end of his little spiel, something like... The Ripper has remained consistently theatrical. Yes. And this, like, idea of performing in theater is, like, the running thread through this entire 100%. Episode. That these murders are performative. They are... Yeah. It's all about showing something, about yeah. um, um, the broadcasting something. Yeah. Um, it's all about the art of all of this. And just... Oh, yeah. And even uh, the weird lady um, who apparently, according to Blythe, is the aunt... Same actress in Pushing Daisies. Different different character names. Which one? But uh, the lady's like, why wouldn't you give us any of your, oh. your dinner parties? Yeah. That's not how she sounds, but that's how she sounds. That's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, oh, yeah. She's in push- okay. And then she says, fresh as a daisy. 
Or someone says fresh as a daisy, and I was yeah. like, "Excuse me." Uh, Will does. In yeah. The, well, okay, listen. I need. We need. We're to jumping. About that. We're I know, jumping. I'm sorry. We're it. jumping around. But we get to your larynx shot right after. Yes. This. Yes. We get to our larynx shot. The the voice scope palate cleanser. That's um, fantastic. I was like, how did they? Yo, pull that off. I, okay, so we have a scope out of a mouth. Well, I think that was computer generated. I know. Well, the first thing wasn't. That was an otoscope. No, that was an actual. Which is a rigid yeah. otoscope looking right down. And then it pulls out, which you could do. Like, you both have flexible otoscopes that go up through your nose and kind of sure. hang down and look at your larynx and your vocal folds. Or you have rigid ones that stick in your mouth and look down. Yeah. Um, and then it pulled out of her mouth. But the angle and the, the speed of it and the fact that she was then singing, you know, that's yeah. that was computer generated. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, this this you know this this soloist soprano singing this aria, this beautiful aria. Annabel is in it. I love the like weird twist camera pull yeah. into his ears. Well, it was like out of her mouth into his ear. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, and he's like touched by this oh, he's because in it. he his eyes well with tears. Mm-hmm. He's in it. And but like I thought, is that. Have we seen him cry before? And will we see him cry again? And is he capable of, like, being, being, moved? T- being moved in that way by a piece of music? I, that, 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 that's a great question. You know, he is this this monster, this person wearing a human suit. And so you wonder, is this also all a performance? Or right. are there certain things that he almost like Will, in a way, feels so intensely? You know, he is, you know, the epitome of, you know, bougie, bourgeoisie, upper echelon yeah. kind of... In the sense of like fine dining and fine wine and and the beauty like music well, all these things right. so I I feel like he appreciates <clears throat> these finer things and I wonder if there's some level of him that is moved by the skill by the by the way she's commanding I don't know well I mean yes I, I bought I, that he was legitimately moved by it I bought it too and not to like shit on the writers because I'm sure they, they knew what they were doing. This is a pretty significant thing to do to make mm-hmm. a man, to make Hannibal cry, not just a man, but to make Hannibal cry. But yeah. I was thinking he is a psychopath. It's it's so it's sociopaths that are like incapable of like true like love uh, and yeah. all of that. But psychopathy I didn't look up again if like psychopaths were incapable of like feeling but right I guess you don't have to feel it's not that he felt sadness or felt no like, and it's also it nothing to do with beauty. human empathy or yeah. some kind of interpersonal connection there true, is true, the true. beauty of the music true, the, true, true. the purity of her voice all those things yeah. that right. can transcend something like that and for someone like him that yeah. appreciate these things these, these refined things you know art and yeah. you know Dante becomes a huge thing later uh, in yeah. the show yeah. um, you know I I think there's an element to him that kind of transcends that and that he gets moved by. Yeah. No, um, I'm, I'm but I didn't think that he was performatively being moved. I think he okay. was legitimately in it. He was in the zone, auto zone. Um, <laughs> he, he was, he was uh-huh. in it. Okay. And then um, we cut, it pans over to our boy, Franklin. Oh, sitting in the chair. Like, just creeping. No, so creepy. He's staring. You know what? He's thirsty. So thirsty. <laughs> you need a drink, Frankie? He is so thirsty oh this whole episode. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. I mean, obviously we'll like get to all the times when he's just like, but there were just so many times where I was like, relax, Franklin. Like, back up. Anyway. Oh but no. yeah, he's like creeping, sitting with Tobias. Tobias is like watching him watch Hannibal. Yeah, jealous boyfriend type. I love I'm I love Tobias. I love this actor. I think he kills it. He's so fucking He's creep zone. Like I this is like why I love this show so much because you know the stories 
the writing is great, but there's so few, I feel like, examples of, of telling and not showing. Mm. Like, the writing and the actors embodying the writing, performing the writing, mm. allow these characters to come alive. We're like, Tobias, we never know anything about him. Yeah. And yet, we get this character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly realized this, this, just the way he talks to Franklin, like, or the way he looks at Hannibal, just mm-hmm. all of that. You're like, okay, I mm-hmm. see this person right here. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, you're so right. Just, just by showing us how he interacts with Franklin. I know, I feel like the only time we get a lot of, like, telling instead of showing it is with the CSI folks, unfortunately. Yeah, and honestly with Will. So this is a big thing mm-hmm. that I was really mulling over in my head, and I'm this is not part of this episode, but I think it's a really important thing to talk about, is, okay, what agency does Will have? Like, he is mm-hmm. ostensibly the main character, the protagonist. Yeah. And yet... I found myself, at least early on, thinking, like, what choices is he making? What moves is he making? He's, he's, works at the FBI. Jack brings him along with these cases. He literally drives him places. I don't ever think we ever see Will drive. I mean, he can drive. I, I, I assume. I assume. Because he was out in the countryside. But I, you know, thinking about that. Yeah. And then, you know, he, are the choices he's making about Abigail Hobbs, but he's then conflicted by all these choices that yeah. he makes. And I, 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 I'm just wondering, like, what are the moves he's making? What are what's him acting upon his environment to try and have I some mean, agency? Like, what is his objective? So far, there he has had, in my opinion, very little agency. I mean, or at least seemingly has not made a lot of decisions for himself for his own benefit without yeah. anyone else's like input or direction. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet. We will see that soon. Yes. Um, Whenever he, whenever Will gets a little bit clued into what's going on around him, yes, he yes, one hundred percent. I think his biggest decisions, his biggest choices right now seem to be more about um, trying to distance himself or trying to eject as much as he can. Yeah, but even it, Jack is like not. I mean, as far as crime scenes are concerned, he's still he's still at, at every CSI meeting, fucking lab down in the lab. He's at every mm-hmm. crime scene, still looking the way Jack mm-hmm. wants him to look. I mean, as much as he protests, I'm like, what are you doing to actually say, actually, no, Jack, I can't go to that crime scene today. I have to go take care of my dogs or something. Like, and yeah, no, no, he still shows nothing. up. Nothing. He shows, shows up, and like everybody else, even Alana, I feel like have choices they're making she's acting upon instincts she's making recommendations about will and about and about abigail she's she's still doing things on her own accord hannibal definitely is jack definitely is bella definitely is you know and so that that got me thinking i was like okay we're we're talking about that you know the writing of the female characters i totally agree but at the same time i feel like at least those characters have moves they're making and choices they're making and objectives they're following Sure. And at least early on, I feel like Will is just being caught along on this ride. Absolutely. Which I guess kind of makes it easier for us to for him to be our window character because like we're being caught along this ride with him. Yeah. But it's but it's tough to so kind of root for a guy who's not really like rooting for himself. Really yeah. Well. Or like really exerting much, um, you know. Uh, I guess we said agency a million times. Autonomy. Really. Yeah. Thank you. Autonomy. You know, really not exerting much autonomy. No. And so, you know, it's funny. I said in the last episode about how I'm I'm seeing more and more the kind of monster that Hannibal is and being more kind of repulsed by it, especially when it comes to Miriam, because you like Miriam. Oh, yeah. Think about someone who has autonomy. Yeah, exactly. You oh. know, and yet this episode is really when I was like, yeah, but I kind of, I'm like, fuck yeah, kill those people. <laughs> you know, there's a little part that, of you. I know, I'm telling you, that push and pull. When he's pull. going through the Rolodex, you're like, hell, hell yeah. drag them. <laughs> right? No, I know. And I think that's what's great is that 
what makes him so seductive like because he's the devil like you don't mm-hmm. root against him because he's he, he seduced you yeah literally seducing yeah. in this episode yeah. okay so should we dive back in so i had to pull yeah. that out because i think like that was an important no, I point that i really wanted to bring up early about will um can i um zoom, so i mean right there's i'm gonna like zoom through so we, we meet go for it. we can jump around i right. feel like we've been talking about wanting to jump around more but yeah no right exactly we totally can't because some scenes like there's a lot there's a lot to a lot of scenes and some scenes are just for what they are and it's like we can zoom yeah. through um, so I wanted to zoom to um, whenever Jack and Will are in the car that's sort of the next scene after the opera yeah the, the opera I, I want to say one amazing yeah. line about the feast must present itself and just like the lady cook for this animal and he's like oh but a feast must present itself you can't come to the feast but the feast is life you know it gives you money. like I just love, love that those, like, that like the squad of like, yes the feast <laughs> Yes, live deeply, yeah. drink well, eat well. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. I'm sold, right. I want to go to one Hell yeah, if I win the lottery, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be hanging out at opera things, just eating all the fucking food. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. The next big scene is kind of, yeah, is 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 the um, They're on wake their... up in the middle of the night and there's a dead body. Um, phone, it's actually a dream, and Jack wakes up and then he and Will are driving to the... To, oh, right, to the right, right. scene, yeah. Um, sorry, my notes. I just started in the car. I like don't take whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> I was just so shocked to see them in a moving car, moving yeah. from one location to another. Yeah, great point. I mean, time in this episode is who knows what. Yeah. Who? Yes. Exactly. There's interesting moments when, like, when Will is late later for the episode, he was like weirdly zonked out. Like, he, we see yeah, Hannibal's yeah, things yeah. at seven thirty. Will Graham, and it's like that past nine o'clock. Yes. And then there are times when it's like come on in, come on in. There's like yeah. montages of Hannibal cooking and cutting things and putting in the freezer yeah. and you're like, who knows, who knows how, long, how this long this all is. Taken. Um, and this is whenever Jack says, I've had the crime scene sealed for you so it's fresh and Will goes, <laughs> fresh? Fresh as a daisy? Yeah, yeah fresh as a daisy. Thank you. I wrote that down and I've got the context. Um, um, go ahead. No, go for it. I was, uh, this is just silly, but at some point, Will says something like Marion Lass's arm. Oh, because he's like talking about someone wanted to just use Miriam Lass's arm to poke you with it. Yes. And I thought, Miriam Lass's arm, is that that should be like someone's Twitter handle if it's not all right. All right. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> it really should be. Alana Bloom's dress is a Twitter handle out there. Yeah, or wardrobe or something like Ward, that. Yeah. yeah. Please, Miriam Lass's arm. Um, okay. She, you know, she was different. She wasn't like the pigs. Yeah. Um, that's you know, but going back, that's how he sees them as livestock, as below mm-hmm. him, as just humiliating. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, can we talk about this? Is the fact we finally get another bathroom scene? Your theory? I yes, I drew well, multiple penises with, with little rulers next to them? Stop. Question mark. Stop. Well, okay. There's yes, there is some dick. So is there some dick measuring? I think there's some dick measuring in this in this <laughs> bathroom sequence. Well, there. There is only because Jack is so hellbent, and I mentioned this on our Twitter. Jack is so hellbent on catching this Ripper as soon as humanly possible, and mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I can't remember if this happens in the actual bathroom or not. But um, uh, Jack says something like, "The last time the Ripper disappeared, I lost the Ripper, and I lost Miriam last. I don't intend to do that again." And Will's face is like, speaking of no like autonomy or anything, Will's face is like. Well, fuck me, because he realizes that, like, Jack's saying, I'm not going to lose the Ripper again. You're not going anywhere. 
and and you're my new Miriam Less, which you see later really? in the yeah. that yeah. dream sequence with uh, that that Jack is sees Will standing up with his arm fucking off, so he's like projecting Miriam onto yeah. Will. Yes, one hundred percent. But but yeah. this bathroom is another shot for shot, nearly shot for shot remake in terms of production and design of the bathroom in The Shining. Okay. Wait, there's a green bathroom in The Shining also? Yeah. Okay, I gotta rewatch The Shining. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you have to. I have it on DVD. If you like. Really? Alright, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so this is another, like, Brian Fuller loves The Shining. Um. Oh my god, that's amazing, but also it, like you said, every bathroom seems a dick measuring contest. Yeah. First little bit was when they go him or her and then Zella goes, I'd say him. You know, like it's a man. Like the the ripper is definitely a man. When the cat's yeah. is like him or her. Yeah. And yeah. then um, I I love this bathroom because the green. And then it's some Zeller versus Will dick measuring. Will's like this in the ripper, and Zeller's like he has this. There's yeah. this. This blah blah blah. The, 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 the organs missing. The blah right. blah blah. All, all these evidence. Two things. That all are these like all these fucking things. And Will is like it doesn't feel the same. This was this was accidental. They were mm-hmm. trying to save this person. And Zeller's like what the fuck? Like this is the dick yeah. measuring kind yes. of bathroom. Dick I measuring that. contest. I love that. Back in, Zeller is like a sassy little manx. He's always got something to say to anyone. He's like, and, fuck authority. He's and like, then, talk about Larry whipping his dick out. You're not going to get to shoot him. I'll do that. <laughs> like this time, when we, when we catch him, Will, right. you're not going to get a chance that's to pull your gun he, out. That's I'm why he's gonna... first in line with the shotgun. Yes. Like, sometimes a shotgun is a shotgun, and sometimes a shotgun is a, a metaphor for a penis. Yes. Oh, Larry. He didn't have sunglasses done this time. I was hoping he'd whip whip those aviators out at nighttime. (laughs) Sunglasses at night. Okay. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think that's all I had for that crime scene. But. I mean, Will's description of the Ripper, because Jack is like, how do you see him? Right? What do you see? You've been to his crime scenes. You feel this. What do you. What's your vibe? And this made me, like, really, like tense up especially because I have a little baby and I have relatives just had kids and they know of people who've had kids preemies he goes it's one of those little things in the hospital that that they keep warm and feed but they don't bother putting it on life support and I'm just like oh "Oh my god like oh wow that made me really fucking sad for a second just like visualizing that as a parent being like Oh my god! Just like so, so that brought me down and out of the show for a second. Yeah, um, but then it's like he looks normal. He looks, and normal. yet he is this just not even a lie, not even a just this. I feel like Will wasn't saying that since in, in the sense that like the Ripper is pitiful or weak. Yeah, which like you, no. you you kind of vibe, but I didn't think that was the point. I think he's I like it's so. barely alive inside. Yeah, yeah. But and yet looks it looks normal. Presents completely normal. And then the, the beautiful editing, of course, he says that and it cuts straight to Hannibal opening the door of his yeah. office. This is like a therapy montage. We just have therapy sesh, therapy sesh, with both Hannibal being the patient and Hamlin mm. the therapist. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. They're actual scenes more than a montage. No, I know, but I, I say oh. montage then it's just like back to back. back. To so back. it's Hannibal with Franklin. With Franklin. Hannibal with Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Will with Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right about that. I was into it. I love all of these sequences. And, oh, you know, th- I love this, it. This is when Franklin is thirsty as fuck. Oh my gosh! Right, he, and he's he's leaned in. They have that like side by side of them, where they're mm-hmm. like on opposite ends of the um, of the camera shot, and Franklin is leaned in as far as he can in his chair, and he's like, "I'm a great friend. Oh, we can we can be friends." I mean, we, we can be <laughs> and friends. Hannibal's like could not get this appointment over soon enough. Yeah, because because he's like, "I'm sorry that you didn't." 
It's the che- no, no, the cheese one was later, but he's the like, one was later. he's like, you know, he's like, I, we could be friends. He's like, I'm your patient, I'm social stability, I'm not your friend, which is or exactly what should be. I'm ethical. Um, like, I'm your therapist. Yeah, you, you know, like you can't socialize with your patients because that that's not ethical. Right. Well, because he's like, do you want to talk about our encounter? Our chance encounter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, because Hannibal is exactly correct. Like, I'm not going to approach my my no. my people. Unless they approach me first because of breach of confidentiality and all those things. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just, it's and then so Franklin's funny. Franklin's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought you'd be there. I'm like, oh, I saw, I, I was looking at you, and Hannibal's like, I saw you looking at me. He's like, I, I saw you seeing me looking at you. Um, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> I see you looking, looking at me, seeing you look at you. <laughs> so thirsty. I mean, I feel bad for him, but he's. He just seems like the type that, and he sort of talks about this later when he talks about Michael Jackson. It's like a collector. Yeah, I was about to say he he needs to start with the man in the mirror. He needs to ask him. (laughs) He needs to ask him how to. He needs to change his ways. ways. (laughs) I mean, no message could be any clearer. No, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself, yo. But by the way, Mm. did Hannibal roll his eyes when he said Michael Jackson? He, oh. he might as well have. He might as well have, because there was like a pause, and he's like, oh, when you were having this Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson fantasy. Earlier, <laughs> 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 like, listen, I almost cried. I feel like I was like, oh, oh God, yeah, this yeah. fucking... He pays full price. <laughs> he pays full price, so I don't give a fuck. But like, <laughs> to, to like, I, let's not pretend that I care about this guy no. at all. Right. Goodbye. Uh, oh, my God, the Michael Jackson. You know, like, yeah, Michael I wish Jackson. that... I'm just sad that he didn't know me. You know, I could have been a friend to him. I could, I could have saved him from himself. It's just the saddest thing. But we see next scene, Julian um, Anderson. Scully. <laughs> Scully. Oh, she is flawless. She's so great. And she, like that, that door to her house, her gorgeous house. Her house is beautiful. She is that beautiful. Room. Her hair is like flawless. She, yeah, her room is like bright. A stark contrast to the like the dark like den feeling yeah. of Hannibal's office. Well, because Hannibal's an office. She's this is her house because is she's her. retired. Yeah. And Hannibal's like I don't I don't take I don't like. She's like you're my only patient because someone doesn't seem to accept that I'm retired. <laughs> and Hannibal's like I don't give a fuck. Well, and he's also like oh, but like. We're friends, you know. Like that's why I can still talk and to you. And she's like, mm, <laughs> "We're not." Did you get the sense that she was? I mean, this is going to become a much more overt thing later. That she's already shook as fuck by him. Well, I was I, I was reading. I'm, I cheated and read read a little bit about some commentary on this episode. Initially, I don't I think that's cheating. I think it's actually good of you to do that. Yeah, probably. That's probably what actual. <laughs> that's podcast what a good do. podcast host would do. That. <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> And but I, initially, before I read anything, I didn't think that she was scared of him. Mm. I think that she um, was cautious around him because she has an idea of what he's capable of. Okay. I, I I don't know. I think she understands that like they have a good enough relationship that he's not going to like jump up and like choke the life out of her or something. Yes, but I don't think she's terrified. I got the sense that. Well, and she that, starts talking about like. I, I realize I only see a part of you, and you're hiding behind something, and, and I, I don't know, and I hope what I'm saying is reaching the real you on the other side of that human veil you have. Yeah, but I'm well-tailored person suit. well-tailored person suit. And I think it's what she can't see that she's like, there's a dark part there, and I hope I'm getting through to whatever that is, but also maybe it's best that but, you keep that And I think that's covered. where the fear comes in, because you're like, I'm in the room with a person who I is putting on this very well tailored mm-hmm. front and yet I and yet 
it, it, it is very unsettling. Yes. And I, I just felt she is unsettled by the by what he is because she recognizes that he is something unique and in, not in a yes. good way. Well, and we've I can't remember in if, a frightening way. I can't remember if this is brought up in this episode or not, but he like saves her from an attack. So like a patient again, I can, maybe I'm like I've, I've I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, I remember you like mentioning that. Yeah attacked her and Hannibal saved her and it's either explicitly said or it's implied that he um, very much hurt this person and or killed them and so I think that's that knowledge of this power that he has to like inflict violence on another person um, of yeah. course to her benefit it saved her life yeah. I'm assuming but. and probably the way he dispatched this person was so methodical and so not even like oh, yeah. oh my god I can't believe he's just like yep Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen him just run up to Alana and slam her head against the wall. Like, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I love the way he mentions Rosé. Like, this to me, again, this is a wonderful example of, like, that kind of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just refined, um, connoisseur-esque, like, I'm in control of everything. When she's, like, red or white, he goes, I, I think something pink. Don't you agree? Just that feeling of, like, this is what... The, the, the situation obviously yeah. calls for the this. The moment calls for something pink. And uh, you'd agree, right? Yeah, I think, yes, something pink is what is objectively appropriate here because this is what I well, kind of feel. That kind of sense that, like, yeah. I am the tastemaker. I understand what is appropriate. I think this situation calls for something pink, and, and that is exactly what it should be. I mean, maybe I'm reading into... So just right before they say that... Mm-hmm. Um, this made me so profoundly sad because his interaction with Franklin sort of um, sort of opens up something, a realization that he's having about his relationship with Will as well. And so when he shows up and he's talking to Bedelia, um, Hannibal says, I have friends and the opportunity for friends. Yes. You and I are friendly. And that made me so mm-hmm. fucking sad. And hold on, I'm going to say that. No, and please. so whenever he says, I just had this moment when you were like, oh, something pink. Something pink is in the middle between white and red. Okay. I'm thinking maybe this was like, he's looking for that gray area, like friend, colleague. Because you know they have that conversation of like, are we friends? Or are we colleagues? I'm your patient. Or like, I'm your patient yeah, yeah, and your colleague, but right. I'm not, yeah. He's like, so this moment calls for something pink. I need something in the middle. Yeah, but also, like, that's a very friend-oriented thing you'd say. Like, what should get? I, I think we should have this, right? We, we should open that yeah, bottle, yeah. you know? What do you think? Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, and he changes. She offers him red or white, mm-hmm. which is very, like, I will have a glass of, I will pour you a glass of wine, but we are not friends. Red or white. And he's like, let me lighten it up and not say yeah. red, please, because then that's more like, you yeah. know, kind of transactional. Yeah, yeah, and instead yeah. it's like, no, I think we should have something pink. Yeah, How about that? It's a conversation. That's, it's a compromise yeah. of sorts. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting, you know, the the writing of this episode is so wonderful, like the, the structuring of it, because you have obviously perfect, the, these kind of inverses of each other, right? You have you have mm. Franklin being like, I, I could be your friend, right? And Hannibal's like, no. And then you have Hannibal doing the same thing, the same thing. Um, with Julian Anderson, you know, yeah. um, with Bedelia. I should call her Bedelia. With, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. in that, you know, I think this is, he is a pure, he is a psychopath and a monster, but I think there is part of him that because he doesn't understand humanity wants the idea of friends. He's like, I, I, I have friends. Absolutely. You know, and then yeah. the next scene, of course, is he and Will, where the line's even more blurred, and it's like, are yeah. we, are you a patient? Yeah, or are you and, my friend? And he asked him. Yeah, exactly. What is this? Well, 
What was I going to say? Um, oh, okay. This is another thing I read was that um, someone asked if we if Hannibal was lying to Bedelia, if he's telling her the truth about it. Of course, he has this sort of veil on. He's only telling her sort of partial truth. But is this a lie, what he's presenting to her? And someone oh, okay. said, no, because if the function of Bedelia is to tell us Hannibal's inner thoughts. Otherwise, we wouldn't know what he's really thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. So if what he's telling her is a lie, her function would be moot. Yeah, and and what would he need of her? Why would he need, right. unless it's just part of this facade, but there's nothing, no one else is seeing him go to a therapist. No right. one else is knowing this. So no, yeah, why would like... he need this therapist to, to then create another facade to? Yeah. You know, kind. Of, I feel like in a way, she's a source of stability for him in the same way yeah. that that Franklin is for Hannibal. Sure. Yes. Uh, Hannibal is for Franklin. Yeah. She is for him. This this kind of constant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is partly why she he probably didn't accept her retirement. He's no. like, oh no, I'm still seeing you. Oh no. Right. I also just as a side note, love in like TV shows and movies whenever the therapist sees their therapist. Yeah. I like that. And he said, you know, he tells Will, you know, I go to my own therapist. And he goes, how long have you been seeing a psychiatrist? Since I became a psychiatrist. Yeah. I started seeing I mean, a psychiatrist. That's good practice. Yeah, sure. Um, so I have a little observation. We're getting kind of deep. And this is a much more superficial observation, but a great character <laughs> observation. And I wonder if this is written in or if it's a character choice. But Will doesn't drink wine. And you know why I know that he barely ever drinks wine is the way he held the glass. Oh, sure, yeah. So he hadn't done something chilled. I think it was something pinky poured for them both. Traditionally, this is like when I'm showing my fucking privilege, no. but like That's <laughs> you hold, you, you should hold mo- all wines, but especially chilled wines mm-hmm. by the stem. Right. So as not to warm up the glass with your hand. And also not to put your greasy fingerprints on the glass 100% and make your that glass look unappealing. Yes, 100% that too as well. Um, he hands Will, he pours the, pours, he pops it, pours the wine, and Will just takes it. Um, and just kind of takes us a sip. Like a glass Doesn't of sniff it, doesn't twerp, doesn't agitate, doesn't do anything. Yeah. He goes, okay, thanks. Yeah. Sip. And then Hannibal holds it and, you know, <laughs> drinks the wine in a way That's that would kind of savor love, right? and appreciate it. Kind of like what he says later with Alana with beer, you know. Doesn't matter what you appreciate as long as you appreciate something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And Will is like, ah, okay, thanks for the wine. <laughs> and just like chugs it like it's a cord. He doesn't chug something. it, but he just like but takes just, a drink like, of it. Takes it and drinks it, right? Like okay, like yeah. okay. Mm, thanks a lot. Sip holding it, you know. So that that was an object, and then that, that that comes back later with, and this is not really a spoiler. Cutting at the very very end, when Will can't can't stay for the dinner party, and he has a bottle of wine, it's a gift, and Aww. hands it over to Hannibal, and Hannibal's like, enjoy the wine. And I was like, thanks. Um, Hannibal's never going to drink that wine. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Like, so one thing I Googled, <laughs> I was looking at images of costumes to remind myself things from it for the, you know, uh, just kind of thinking about it. I I saw one thing that apparently in like some late ep- season three, mm-hmm. there's a shot of Hannibal opening a bottle of wine that people think is the exact same bottle that Will gave him in season one. Oh. I don't know what happened in the story at that point, but he's like, finally, I'm going to open this one that Will gave me. Oh, funny. So that's interesting. I want to come back to that later when it comes okay. to that season three. That's cool. And if listeners, if you have any confirmation of that or things you read about, theories about that, please send it our way. Yeah. Um, but, so, again, this is me being like, you know, my my, my parents love wine and have tons, shit tons of red wine. Yeah. And, like, my dad, like, really is into collecting red wine and whatever, and it's all really good, but if people bring a bottle of wine over, they're like, I've seen them be like, 
you want this? Like, what <laughs> the fuck am I going to do with this? And I'm that way about beer. Oh, like, no. we had a party recently, and someone bought a case of Yingling over and just left oh. it in my fridge. And I'm like, the fuck am I going to do with right. this? Fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm old enough now. Like, I, I, I drink the stuff I drink, and I'm not going to drink yeah. this. So I feel like Will brought it, and Hannibal's like, this is a nice gesture. It's hospitality. Thank sure, you. I'll just accept it. Never and going put to it drink it. Put it in the back of the pantry and just not. <laughs> Never touch going it. to drink it. Yeah. No right. way. Like a good host. You know, just say, oh, thanks so much. So and I just, like, I noticed that. Will was holding it so awkwardly. And yeah. was like, so here's the bottle. I'm sure he went to the oh. store and was like, I, I need to give it to somebody. And like, medium price point, so you know. sweet. I know. Red, it's I think. sort of nice. He's like, I guess this is convention. You bring a bottle of wine. I'm not going to stay. I'll bring the bottle. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I just love all of those little notes. I and that's just, again, he Nancy killing it. So just a little. And I'm curious if that's a character choice or if that's written in. Like, Will doesn't know how to. I think it's probably both. But, like, yeah. is it an actor's decision to be like, I'm going to hold it this way? Because that's just how Will would hold it, because Will doesn't know any better. Yeah. I feel like we should... I, I want to talk about this, the next like brief scene with Hannibal and Will. Is when they're the in therapy thing? together? When they're in therapy together. Yeah. Is not the next thing? Yeah, that's what we're just we're talking about when he gives him wine, and they're sitting in therapy together. Oh, okay, that's what it and is. Her, okay. and, yeah. and then Hannibal talks about the Ripper. Right, right. They kind of get into it. I, I had one thing I want to say, and then Please. I didn't know if we after that we wanted yeah, to do probably. some of our segments. Probably should. Okay. Um... So we just got we just got done hearing about um, or seeing the the conversation between Franklin and Hannibal, where Franklin desperately wants a friend. Then we see the conversation between Bedelia and Hannibal, where Hannibal's trying to get her to be friendly. And then we get to the conversation between Will and Hannibal, and Hannibal said something like, "Oh, aren't there more than one Ripper? Don't you mean Rippers? Aren't there two? Um, and Will goes, "Oh, now he has a friend," <laughs> and sort of laughs. Yeah, I was like. Oh, oh sad. yeah. Oh, there's a lot of a lot of um, them talking about the Ripper to Hannibal, and then Hannibal exactly. also later when he says he did this to humiliate Jack, and I love well, that. Hannibal's like, "Did it work?" Right. But like, because that that's like we're going to talk about the Ripper. Yeah. You know, I know that I'm the Ripper. You don't know that I'm the Ripper, but I ask these questions, kind of referring yeah. to love that kind of dramatic irony of exactly. it. Exactly. Um, like, oh, when this is Hannibal, I also really actively throwing misdirection. You know, there's organ harvesters and blah, blah, blah. You know, what if it's oh, yeah, an organ yeah. harvester uh, masking, pretending to be a sociopath? Yeah. And really, they're just harvesting organs. And, yeah. just all, and Will's like, interesting theory. Kind of doesn't buy it. But then later it comes up again. And he's like, yeah. okay, maybe he's right. And that, that I feel like that that's just Hannibal. Hannibal, one thing Hannibal's doing in this episode is just he's throwing smoke. He's yeah. trying to misdirect. Well, doesn't Will say something like... Because someone's like, what if it's an organ harvester as a sociopath? And Will goes, well, what if it's a sociopath dressing up as an organ harvester? Which mm-hmm. is what? It's is kind it? of both. He's a sociopath, but he's also yeah, harvesting the organs harvesting, to right. eat them. Not, he, right. They, they're not selling them. He's not selling them as they think. To China. To China. <laughs> like they think he might be. Um, yeah. All right. Should we dive into our, our, our segments? I feel like the new one we're going to do, we should, in the future, do with the opening. I feel like it yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. to do with the opening. We just, yeah. I forgot to talk about I that. Um, I'm writing something down because now, oh. after a segment, I have to, it's Go unimportant for, it. for right now. No, but. No, that's fine. Okay. What would you like so to So, this is with? a Lawrence Fishburne story before we dive in that I meant to say last episode. Yeah. So, I was talking to some family friends at a wedding I was at recently before we recorded our last episode about this show, and they were like, that's so cool. And one of my close family friends lives in the same building in New York as Lawrence Fishburne. Oh. And he says, I was so excited to like be living in the same building. It's Morpheus, blah, blah. And then I'm like, fuck this guy. I'm like, why? And every morning at 5 a.m., he's out on the curb, like, revving his motorcycle. Larry. 
And I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. Can you imagine Lawrence Fishburne at the, you know, somewhere in New York, I can't remember, I think they live on the Upper West Side, but somewhere in Manhattan, just like, mm-hmm, like, like Larry, it's five. Getting up to like go for like a morning ride on his hog. That's abnormal. Well, now he's like newly divorced, back on the market. Like, yeah, right? To mingle. I know, right? He's got his midlife crisis bike. So I have to show that story because that's an amazing image of Lawrence Fishburne. If they if they can get a, a video of that or something, yes. Like oh yes, I should be like, we'll post it on Twitter. We'll make sure we add him. We'll mention him. Oh gosh. Okay. All, All right. right. So let's dive in. Could you hand me yes. my phone? I guess we should probably do ETC first. Okay. So um, I should have done that I'll whole story the, while while goods. we were getting the goodies. So I'll start talking about our next our first new segment. Yeah. So. You know, we're about to get into it, where, where where Hannibal is, like, for reals, like, killing folks. That, like, people who are rude, he's like, can I get your business card? Thanks, by the way. And then he saves it for later when he needs to have a dinner party or have some, some food to eat. So we were thinking about, you know, this has been a pretty uh, a dark period in American current events. Uh, so we're like, you know, who would... Animal was alive right now, you know, dispensing justice. <laughs> who would he eat right now? Um, so this is going to be a regular segment based on based on current events. Who would he eat? And we can't repeat people, so we can't always eat Trump. No, I know as much. He can't as... always eat. It's, we're going to have to find, and, and I think it'll be okay. There are enough fuckheads the in the world right now. There, there, there yes. are enough shitbags. That I think Hannibal will eat people, but I think we have a unanimous decision right now. Well, I just want to say also, we all know that Hannibal is a fictional character. We are not actually um, <laughs> suggesting that this person meet harm. Okay, this is a fun joke as a part of a fun podcast. This that is we like do. the "Is it okay to punch Nazis?" Which I think it is okay to I punch. I think it's okay, absolutely. Um, but, but don't but this eat is, this person. No, we were not. We're not actually wishing harm on any of the people that we um, mention as a as a disclaimer here. Um, but yeah, so so who would Hannibal eat this week? I think we we pretty much settled on Brett Kavanaugh. The boo, resounding booze. No, fuck booze. Fuck you, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> and I'm going to say it really loud into the and mic. He listens too. So uh, I noticed on Twitter that we lost two Twitter followers. We had 70, and now we have 68 oh, Twitter really? followers. And I hope it's not of my offhand comments about Brianka Chopri when I said end the Indian girl. I didn't mean to be insensitive. I just couldn't think of her name, and that was the first subscriber. So I hope it wasn't that I offended people. Uh, but knows? if any of you are offended by this, please unfollow us. Wow. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> and that is the avowed position of the medical <laughs> butchers. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, I feel okay about that. Listen, everyone's entitled to their opinions. Um, I'm but, not sure but, that I really want to talk about it. But you're wrong if you don't think fuck back. <laughs> um, but it's, it's been a tough week, I think, especially for, for women in this country. And so I think, again, Hannibal is not real. Um, but Good, I'm glad in, he's in, in a fictional world, I, I think that Hannibal would... would Swirl his little Rolodex and pick out Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think if he happened to cross him in a courtroom and Brett was pulling his like, you know, frat boy pissed off bullshit. Yeah, he'd be like, okay, Judge, Your Honor, can I can I get a card? Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. And find him on the side Best of the road. Of luck with your vote. Right, exactly. <sighs> okay, so that's going to be a thing we're going to do. Who would Hannibal eat? Yeah. We just and get to kind of we'll do it in the vent beginning. our catharsis about the fuckery of the world. Of I the think week, yeah. honestly that was very like healing for me. Yeah. And like I, you know, I'm not uh, you know th- there's there's so much that I'm inured from, but I still have a conscience 
and right. live in this world. And so this has been a deeply disturbing week for me, and Absolutely. I can't imagine how disturbing it's been for, for victims of abuse or for just women in general. Um, so it, it was a little bit cathartic being able to say to a microphone, fuck Brett Kavanaugh, and I'm going to keep saying it because it, it sounds fun to say, <sighs> and it makes me feel a little bit better. Just a, li- just a smidge. Just a smidge. I can't wait to read the FBI investigation. Okay. And I can't wait for our Eat the Crude right now where I, I to drink the crude. So here we go. Eat the crude. 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 All right. Wow. All right. If anyone wants to do like a creepy and they're kooky actually verses of Eat the Crude, please send yeah. it our way. Write some lyrics. They're stinky and they're goopy. They're mm-hmm. whatever. They're All right. salty and they're spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so this week. We, um, we're switching it up. Typically, we've done desserts and or food. Typically. You've done it three times. Typ- done, that's typical. Technically, typically. Yeah. We've done desserts. Candies, I guess. Um, this week, I was I was driving home, and I passed a Taco Bell and saw a sign for a caramel apple freeze. Caramel? Okay. Caramel, guys. Caramel. Okay, well. It, <laughs> <laughs> we don't agree on this. We write your, write your caramel hate mail to Jack. Uh, at, I pronounce all the sounds, religion. guys. Anyway, so so <laughs> let me get this out so we can fucking Good. drink this yeah, and get sorry. this over with. <laughs> all right. Um, it is a slush um, that is caramel apple flavored and with some caramel drizzle. That's all on the bottom. That, that it's kind of settled. I posted a picture. I'll put it on Twitter once this episode it, uploads. It's all settled to the bottom. Um, but we, uh, th- these are awful sorry, sounds. I'm sorry. Awful <laughs> fucking sounds. I'm sorry. All right, all right. Let's just drink this and, and I'm, see. How I'm going to first say, I open it up. It smells like apple. It smells like the most like fake like apple. I think it's going to be like overwhelming. Green apple, apple smell. All right, I'm really excited. I said to Melina when she texted me this picture of this, this could be terrible or it could actually be good. Yeah. Let's okay, see. we're taking a sip right now. Mm mm. Very okay. apple. I'm trying to it get some. It is very apple. Oh, I got a little bit of caramel. Did you get a little bit of caramel? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh-huh. I got some caramel. Mm. It's very apple-y. I'm getting like a little sour. bit of caramel. It's a green apple. It's like so artificially green apple. Yeah. I mean, it is literally, uh, it, it, is it is green. the most vibrant green I've ever seen in my life. It is. It is. It's so great. I don't know what kind of colorations this is. It's probably it going to give us cancer, honestly. Oh, like you know, but so is 8,000 other things. <laughs> I'm going to wash it down with some of the, Ooh, the crispy. Yeah, we also got some cinnamon twists. These things are so their, gross. It wasn't on their menu, and I had to ask. I said, do you guys still make cinnamon twists? And she goes, yes. I guess so. <laughs> I said, okay, can I have two? She goes, okay, one. I go, no, I'm going to need two. She was like, okay, one? She was like, girl, she you was, need one? She was like driving. And here's she was the, like, you mean when you said one? <laughs> but y'all, here's the gag. She gave us three. Oh, my God. That's okay, amazing. Okay, here, I'm going to chomp. One plus two. She goes, you mean one? You go, you go, add two. <laughs> oh, it's not good. The, well, the cinnamon crisps are like air. They're, they're nothing. Right. They're like, it's like the texture of a pork rind. Yeah, um, true, yeah. I'm gonna say, I don't hate I this don't caramel hate apple it. slush. It's oh. really, it's it, it, it's incredibly sweet. It has that really artificial, like laffy taffy esque green apple flavoring. So if you're into that, like I'm a slut for those like green apple caramel caramel apple suckers. Way to get reappropriate that word. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a slut for a lot of things. Um, I'm trying to like pull the straw out to to like see if I have some stuff on the bottom, some caramel on the bottom, but I don't want to make that horrible. I know that's a really scrapey noise. Sound. Um, yeah, if you guys want to um, tell us what you're a slut for, that'd be great. Like, what are you really into? What will you go to like any lengths to get? I'm for Taco Bell's steak quesadilla. That oh, like jalapeno egg sauce they only put in their quesadillas is my 
like kryptonite. It's so good. This isn't bad. Of all the things we've eaten so far. No. We're going to need to bring it up a notch something extra horrible for episode eight because this is actually, like, I could drop some, some I mean, gin in this ooh. and I'd be living the life. But, I mean, I feel like this is also, because some it's t- so sugary, I like, I might have a headache in about oh, yeah. 15 no, minutes I'm, or something. No, I'm going to have a stomachache. I'm working on, we're doing this in the evening and I've had a, I had a corn muffin to hold me over for dinner after this. <laughs> I had some chips and salsa. There we go. So, it's, it's really going to mesh well down in yeah. the belly. This is not bad. It's very apple-y. It's very sugary. It's very gross. In the sense it's of like, gross. it's just sugary. Exactly. But but I you know if you I like candy, you. Yeah. if you like drinkable candy, it's solid. Perfect. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. So now, should we do the past tense closing? I think we didn't do it last time. So I guess the previous oh, what, eight the crude is still crude? open. Sure. Okay. Ate the, the crude. Ate 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 the crude. Okay, so now let's get into costumes. I actually don't think this will take that long. This episode because cool. they're, they're I I don't have much. I don't know if you if you have um, something. No, Oops. Hannibal changed costumes a lot. Uh, excuse me, I had to do my song first. Oh, I'm sorry. So inspired by the soloist aria. Oh, this is gonna sure really warm my do voice. You're about to do. I'm gonna do my singing. Okay. Ah. <clears throat> Every costume, every costume shall be exalted, shall be exalted, and there are lots in this episode. I love Handel's Messiah. That's my jam right there. So, there you go, guys. Fantastic. Yeah, Hannibal had way too many costume changes. I lost track. It was vest. It was on vest. It was red shirt. It was yellow shirt. It was matching with the cream. It was the mustard. Yes, yes. The one I really clocked was, excuse me, was uh, when he had the Franklin Michael Jackson scene when he was wearing that red silk shirt. Oh, I know, right? With that tie question mark pattern. Yeah. His pinstripe suit, no vest. Yeah, no vest. Yeah, there's a lot of no vest in this episode. Well, and later on, whenever he meets with Franklin, he's not wearing a coat or a vest. Yeah, he's shirt sleeves. Shirt sleeves. Yeah, he's he's casual a lot. He's apron Frank. He's apron. uh, There's lots of aprons. Yeah, Um, yeah. I'm worried about him cooking in a white shirt with a white apron. No, that's like Chefy. You know, Chef was that white. That's true. Because then he he also changed outfits for the actual dinner. So of course. Can you imagine him ever getting food on him? Like, literally all of my clothes have food stains on the lap or on, like, the belly. Yeah. I am a monster. Can you imagine him ever getting food on him? No. Ever? No. Like, I can't, like, I'm like, how do you do that? Is it some kind of level of self-discipline that I haven't unlocked? Um, Probably. He has kind of a matchy yellow shirt and tie later when he's with Franklin. Love it. Um, I don't love it at all. Um... (laughs) I like found a sorry. I'm like clicking around because I found a set of gifts click, that had like click, almost click, every click, um, outfit click. that he was in this episode. And He's in a lot of outfits. It was really helpful. So. Alana has this kind of sleeveless dress. It's like Paisley esque when they're cooking together, and she yeah, drinks the beer. She loves that. She loves that. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I didn't notice much. You know, I don't have much to say about what Jillian Anderson was wearing. I don't she remember. A, she, she, wore, what she was, she was wearing. wearing a blazer. See, look how Will fucking drinks that glass and that one Jeff. And he goes, ah, thanks for the oh, wine. thanks, yeah. Um, he loves it. I love what Hannibal's wearing when they go out to the, to the, to the, um, 
the ambulance, and Hannibal's like, well, this is kind of fun. Wow, yeah, this, this is an adventure. His, like, cream shirt, like, sort of pocket pattern, square. T- pocket square, three-piece suit. Yeah, and Will has his, like, barn jacket on with his, you know, plaid. He's, like, oh. a plaid, basic white man. Basic bitch. And Hannibal has the red jersey. Yeah, there's a lot of red... Nothing really pops. There's no Freddie Lowndes. There's no... Ooh. This is still early Alana. You know, early uh-huh. like BC Alana before AD Alana. <laughs> like, that shit got crazy. I, mean, I, say, I say the most, like, fun outfit is the... Is that silk the red. silk red. red with, the, um, with the tie situation. Mm-hmm. And the red pocket square. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'll have to post And then that balanced against the red backdrop of his house. Like I the, always feel like there's, like, something... Office. There's some... There's something to read into whenever he wears that red shirt. It's always mm-hmm. like he's playing the like devious moment, but I don't remember this this scene with him and Will being particularly devious. Or no, anything. not really. I guess when he's he's throwing smoke screens in that scene about Hannibal could be organ harvester. He's kind of starting to throw mis- some misdirection. What did he wear when he murked the the rude as fuck like medical mm. tech? Who's like, you might as well lie. I'll find out later. Your insurance. Well, he's like, ugh. This guy. Whenever he shows up when his car breaks down. Yeah, like he he basically like popped the gas in like cap. A pea coat. I remember him being in like a full pea coat sort of situation. Of course, like a three piece suit. And he because he walked up to him just like casual. I I, would, I can't wait for the motorcycle jacket to come later on the show. But whenever he was walking up, the guy's like, "Oh, do I know you?" And Hannibal's just like, "Boom, okay, bye." Boom, boom. No, but 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 listen, hold on. But he's like just casually walking up to him in that slow, steady, but like ominous way, and it mm-hmm. reminded me of like. The classic horror sort of like Halloween it follows you know where the the bad the big bad doesn't have to run towards you to like get you no um, and it's, it's almost it's steady it's almost scarier that way that they can just sort of waltz right up to you yeah and, steady slow but it's yeah. coming and you can't stop it yeah yeah um, I did write this is when I accidentally accidentally root for Hannibal because that guy was like such 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 a dick in the well, medical he was scene. A dick, and I was reading somewhere that that interaction, whenever he's taking his blood, was um, could be read as a, a homophobic comment. It could be read as if he's alluding to HIV/AIDS. I got that thinks, too. Because he thinks he thinks, and there's another point in which Franklin makes the insinuation that he thinks that Hannibal's gay. And Hannibal does nothing to sort of correct either. Of no, them. no, Hannibal's. I, I think Hannibal's very open sexually. Well, but I think also even if he were not gay, the lab tech's comment, sort of homo, like you know, low-key homophobic, was like enough for him to be like, "Can I have your yeah, card?" Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, Hannibal asks Franklin straight up, like, "Are you sexually attracted to us?" Okay, we need to get to that after we finish. After we finish costumes, costumes that's we're yeah, getting off topic. There's not really any other costumes to talk about. I I, I don't feel like you know I the tuxes. So. They're all wearing tuxedos, but even yeah. Hannibal's tuxedo wasn't that. Poppin'. I think it was a double-breasted, which, which looked nice. But, like, nice black bow tie, I, pretty classic stuff. Uh, Tobias had the non-black bow tie, the kind of patterned mm-hmm. uh, st- spotted bow tie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Franklin's wearing this, like, uh, Some suit, tan like. sport coat. Yeah. He dresses very nice. It's obvious that Franklin has tons of money. And oh, I feel right. like he inherited it all his money. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of, like, he... He inherited this money, he does his job, but whatever, and he like is like so lonely and neurotic, but he has nothing fulfilling him. Yeah. I want a spin-off on Franklin. That's just I'll sad Dan Folger. Sad. <laughs> it's called Sad Dan Folger. <laughs> okay. okay. Hit us with that Costumes that was costumes. 
ha Costumes. And that was costumes. I'm I did kind of the the Mozart Queen of the Night aria, and of course I didn't pull this up until right now. But you know how it is, guys. We'll see you later. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, great. Great. Alright, that was fun. Um I know this is jumping ahead, but it's not like a major plot point, so we can go back words after it, but we talked about it already. When when uh the next Franklin scene when he goes, I feel like we're we're cheese folk. Like there, there's so much comedy in there. Yeah, like they're, they're running. He's like, did, did did you see me there too? Jose's it's the Jose best. Is the and best. he's like, Yeah, I knew you, you you were there, you know? And he's like, I didn't want to go, go up to you, but I saw you and I was like, Yep, I know. <laughs> and he's oh, like Tyromancy or is it divination by cheese Div- yeah exactly Tobias she- eats no dairy and then he goes do you desire Tobias sexually and he goes <laughs> no 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 do you want to say the next line you no, like, no, no, yeah, I, I was in a fraternity I oh, yeah. tried things well, it was, quote unquote he literally did finger quotes around fraternity what does that mean what does that mean were you in a fraternity or not I quote unquote tried things but it's a uh, it's, I love because it's it's not my brand. <laughs> well, and he and that's whenever he gestures towards Hannibal, like, oh, not not to be defensive, like, oh, what you know, whatever's whatever, but uh, it's not my brand. Not my not my. He thing. also touches Hannibal's knee, and Hannibal's like, Hannibal, bitch. right? Looks at him like, okay, no. Have you seen Pacific Rim? I don't think so. Oh, it's good. It's really fun. Is it's it? like an action movie, whatever. Like yes. kaiju monsters come out of the. It's sure. good. So, so Idris Elba is the, like, like the general dude. Love it. And there's one scene when the main character, whose name I can't remember, he's like one of those gen- generic white guy, you know, leading men, yeah. touches Idris Elba on the shoulder and kind of turns him around. He's like, no, you have to listen to me. And Idris Elba just looks at him and Idris Elba goes, number one, don't ever touch me. Number two, don't you ever touch me. Number three, this isn't going to happen, blah, blah, Number Number four, don't you ever touch me. <laughs> yes, people. In this, that look like, in this day and age, we should all be keeping our hands to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think without asking first, and that yes. includes children. Honestly, I'm tired of people touching children without like yeah. asking the parents or like asking. That's 100%. I'm like I'm getting off track, but just no. But yeah, he just taps his knee. Just taps his knee, and he he almost like, don't you ever fucking do that again? I'll shake your hand when you come in, but don't you just touch my knee? I just well, love the. Uh, I mean, I tried things. I was in a fraternity. fraternity. Well, yes, that was so strange. And this was another, like, another sad moment. Again, I just feel terrible for Hannibal in this episode, even though he is, like, doing the most Hannibal things Mm -hmm. um, Hannibal's ever done. But um, when he asked Frank about being alone, and, I mean, when he's talking about this Michael Jackson fantasy, and he asks, like, is it hard being alone? Like, what? How does that? How is that friendship returned? Mm-hmm. Because he's like again realizing that he is a little bit lonely, and that Will is his best friend, but he is not yeah. Will's friend. Aloneness comes with a dull ache, and then he then looks at his. Uh, he's sitting there like, "Where's Will?" And he looks at his little uh, um, planner, seven thirty, Will Graham, and no Will. He's like, oh, where's Will? Because right after the you know being alone. And if you look closely at his planner. A couple people before Will. Oh, I didn't. I, I should have paused it, but I didn't. Okay. I thought later. I paused I was, it, and the only thing, one of the only names that I could read was D. Franco. Dave Davey Franco. Franco? <laughs> I would love it if. Oh my God, I would love it I if love fucking Dave Franco. James Franco's little brother was like coming to Hannibal at different therapy. Right. <laughs> I. Gl- we will. 
Let's get that spinoff going. Let's get the yeah. Dave Franco, Seth Rogen is going to be in it somehow God, for some reason. Of course, yes. I'm like, let's get that movie going. Yeah. Come on, guys. We, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, how many crossovers do we have to suggest? Yes. Hannibal was Ratatouille. Spinoffs. Ready Land is Rogue. Come on. Let's, Chilton's Pokemon. Like, <laughs> let's go. Come on, guys. Let's get them all going. Uh, uh, so, I, I guess to back up a little bit with their other... You know, Jack is really haunted by the arm roll missing. He sees Will kind of standing there, you know, with the arm missing. Um, oh, yes. Wait, I had a brief moment about that. Sorry. Okay, no, no. Please go ahead. Please, please, please. Uh, we see Jack so many times during this episode just casually waltzing through the labs while no one else is there. Yeah. Does he ever? Yeah. Again, this is another one of those like nitpicky things where I'm like, why would he do that? And it's like, who cares? You need to just move, uh, just accept it and move on. But I'm like, how is it on the way to your car? You have to walk through the labs. Why is no one else there? What time of day is it? Why are you just, I mean, it's like three times we see him yeah. just like wandering the labs by himself. And one of those is a dream sequence, but the other one, the Will's arm is not a dream sequence. He, he's kind of hallucinated That's, Will yeah. there, but he's really there. Yeah. I think he's just kind of like, Wandering the halls, consumed. Yeah, you yeah. know, because that it cuts to a little bit earlier. His Jack is obsessed with catching the Ripper. Like that is Jack's yes. obsession. He's a, consumed with it. Don't um, care how Jack wants him now. Yeah, I mean, before that, we have the we should talk about the Alana Hannibal scene where he's tried to seduce her. Doesn't he go like, how come we never had an affair? He goes, he does something is like, how come we never got together? But that's kind of yeah, that's after. That's after um, Jack walking through the lab, I thought. Oh, it is? I thought I wrote it after. It could have come up right, right, right around that. It was around around there. This is, that's, like, after they've gone to the ambulance and, like, found that guy and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought. No. Oh, no. No, it's, it's not. not. No, it's Sorry. not. I didn't. I, I must not. Oh, no. You're right. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so they're just cooking, and it cuts. It starts with, I've been unspeakably rude. So what did he, what did Lana say a few weeks ago? That was shockingly rude. Shockingly rude. And then he says, I've been unspeakably rude. I haven't offered you a drink. And then she's like, can I have beer? Um, she says something like, I'm like, I, he's like, oh, could you, would you like a glass of wine? She's like, I'm more of a beer girl. Like something stupid. Well, she goes like, I wouldn't appreciate it. I'm more of a, or she goes, I'd appreciate a beer. And she kind of says something self-deprecating yeah. about beer. Yeah. And he goes, it doesn't, he immediately is like, no, no, it's not a big deal. Like, as long as you appreciate yeah. something, that's the most important thing. Which I was like, I appreciate Hannibal. Sure. Um, and, and it helps that he makes his own shit. Yeah, he, he brews his own beer, brewed in wine barrels for two years. Do you like barrel? Barrel aged beer is a huge thing that I don't care for. I don't care for it. I think at one point Guinness made some sort of, of barrel they did. aged something. Everyone does, yeah. Like barrel aged um, and whiskey barrels is the most common, but wine barrel is second most, I feel like. Uh, it, it didn't, or maybe it was something else. But anyway, I was like, I don't care. It didn't do anything for no, me. No, I've had bourbon barrel aged beers. I don't like it. I love bourbon. I love beer. I don't like the two of them together. Yeah. I think a lot of wine barrel aged beers naturally becomes kind of sour. They kind of become funky. Yeah. And I don't really care for funky, sour wild ales. No. And so he, he'd been sitting in a Cabernet Sauvignon barrel. I love your palate, he says. Yeah, oh, I love your palate. I love your beer. I was like, oh, you guys I get taste, a room oh, already. He's trying to get it. Oh, my God, enough. And so, but I'm like, to what To what end? Does he even care? I was about to ask care? you that. I was about to ask you that. What's, what's the... What's the angle beyond just like, why not? Is it just why not? You know, is it just another game? Like, let me see if I can fuck Alana. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Hey guys, I'm not trying to fuck Alana. What do you like, think? Like, let me just see what I'll, you know. I mean, I think probably why not? I mean, I think that she is truly, um, and and our, our friend Kyla talked about this in an email previously, but I think that Alana is attracted to Hannibal, whether she thinks oh, yeah. that's a good idea or not. Oh, but yeah. But I'm not totally convinced that Hannibal, that I, it's more that it's more than just a game to him. I think it's just Yeah, because, like, like, does he feel sexual attraction? Does he be like, mm, I think this so. person so gets... Will. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm he feels. On Alana. I, see, I don't even know if he actually. People talk about the homosexual, the, the homoeroticism in this whole show. And we talk about it a lot, and we will keep talking about it. I still don't know if he actually feels actual sexual, sexual attachment to Will. I think he feels intimacy to Will, sure, and he feels sure. some sense of kinship and intimacy. But I don't know if he's like, I want Will shirtless. I want to fucking you know. Sure. Yeah. Do all that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. He no, might. I know. Right. You know, is Hannibal Chirkoff? Does Hannibal like fantasize? Is he, you know, is, it, is that something that Hannibal? When was the last time he had sex? I wonder. I mean, he'll have later in the show, and I have a. Th- I wonder if he's. I bet he's great at it, though. Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> because he's a psychopath, he knows exactly what you need. He's oh, gonna push man. all the right buttons. And but he see, knows, I, like the right amount of force and like all this other stuff. When to, yeah, when to be, you know, strong. When to yellow. be, you know, oh yeah, hello. He knows it all. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then there's the amazing business card montage, which is one of my favorite sequences in the yeah. entire show. <laughs> in the entire show. Uh, this so is great. This episode, I was loving this episode as I was watching it last night again. And this is what, like, I was into Hannibal, literally the first sequence when that fucking murder scene, the very first episode. Right, of course. But this montage with the business cards is when I, for the first time watching it, was like, and I'm on I'm fucking sold. board. Right. I love this show. Because that was just... The fridge cam and the and the, the and then like, right and the rolodex and the feast preparation and the Mozart so blaring and it was just all really well and I feel beautiful. like this is similar to the organ donor theory kind of misdirection. This I feel like is you know this is obviously breaking pattern. He has sounders of three, oh, no yeah. mind of three. I'm assuming Hannibal's killing folks in between for other food, but not necessarily doing it in the performative ripper here I am way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yet. This is like then we see in the morgue in the lab corpses like right. ten, yeah. and I feel like this is also him doing misdirection. He knows yeah. that they're onto him. He knows that Will is going to figure out that it's Hannibal because yeah. Will is Will, and I think Will kind of a little bit later smells something even more. Um, um, but this is just noise. I feel like you know, because Will when he's at a crime scene sees a body, he picks up all this noise because of his empathy. Yeah. So all of a sudden there's tons of dead bodies and it's just noise. It's just, just what, yeah. and it's throwing him off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of all the noise of all these killings. And that's a, you're right, like you said, a purposeful because they are either getting close again and the last time they got close he just marked Miriam Blass instead but now he's like, well shit, now Will is on board. I can't just mark Will. Yeah, I don't want to mark Will, no. you know. Um, but yeah. I, I, t- I actually forgot that they, like, found all those corpses because I thought he was just, like, killing bodies and, like, no one would ever know. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, seeing them lined up, I was like, oh, fuck, he was, like, not trying to hide this. This and was he's like, a they got a spleen, a spleen. Who gets a spleen? spleen <laughs> and the intestine, he's making sausage. Yep, he's yeah, grinding he's like, sausage. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's so gruesome, but I love that montage. One of my favorite montages. It's, it's just so wonderful is the wrong word but in a way just because the yeah, way this right. show it's is brutal, made it's brutal but it's it's still like high class yeah um alright so we talked about with Franklin I guess now we're kind of ending with the the, the ambulance scene which you know the, we see Abigail for a second in that weird waking yeah. dream that Will had we're sitting across the table and then she calls him dad 
Well, they're, he's sitting at a table in real life. They're sitting across the, like, impaled woman on the stag's head. Yeah, the, the one that Hannibal did. The yeah. shrike that yeah, was really Hannibal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she calls him dad. Yes. Because he hears and he's like, Hannibal. Yep. He's like, oh, yes, Abigail. So creepy. Yeah, in his office. I'm glad yeah. we don't see her that much anymore. I was... I At least was, we're not right now. Right. Um... What was I going to say? Da, 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 da. Yeah, the ambulance. So he's, he's at the office and he's like, oh, no wonder you have bad dreams. Like, look at all this shit mm-hmm. you're finding. And that's when he finds a picture of um, Miriam Lass's arm and asks the did it work question mm-hmm. about Jack's humiliation. Yeah. And, and I love this moment whenever Jack shows up and he's like, hey, we've, we've got a lead. Hey, oh, oh, well, oh, Hannibal, nice surprise. And Hannibal has this the cutest face on, right? He's like, oh, hey, oh, wait, we're going on a ride? Because, oh, oh. This would be very educational. <laughs> oh, well, like, what? A, oh, we're going? Oh, where this, are we, this where is we fun. I get to tag along on a ride along, basically. Right. Yeah. Ride along to Ice Cube and Hannibal. <laughs> Wait, I think there's already a ride along, too. So, ride Probably. along three. Ride along three. Why not? <laughs> those movies are just like churned out. Um, yeah, but exactly. Yeah, he's just happy to be along for the ride. He's like, all right, what's. Because uh, he's like, oh, y'all ain't coming after me, so who's uh, who are we going to find? We're going to go find the Ripper? Right. Yes, we're going to go find the Ripper. Great. He's I like, can't, cool. Can't well, wait to see who you find. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Silvestri, who's just like trying to get this person alive, and Hannibal, Dr. Lecter, come on. He just has the shotgun. Jack with the shotgun. It's so, like, the other guys are in full SWAT gear. Yes, tactical. Tactical gear. And Jack's. He doesn't even have wearing, a vest on. He doesn't have a helmet on. He doesn't have a vest on. He's got a. Just a. Right? Just a shotgun. Because I feel like in Criminal Minds. You know, Shamar Moore and all those guys will, you know, and Greg from Dharma and Greg, they'll all show up at the crime scene, but they will at least have a vest on. Yeah, or they'll let the SWAT guys go and first. They're kind of and behind them with their handguns. Yeah, now Jack is like, I'm on, I am the vanguard. Jack is just so proud. Like, he is just ready to get this over. He's ready to close this chapter of his life and just kill the Chesapeake Ripper yeah. and have it over with. And what he finds instead is. Not the when, when when Hannibal's in the body keeping him alive, that's when Will sp- like spots something, right? It yeah, cuts to Will's face, just looking, watching Hannibal, and Hannibal's mm-hmm. doing the body, and I think Will's like, "Hey." Well, that, that, that's like a bit of debate, right? I was reading about this as well because okay. my initial thought was, right, he's putting the fucking dots together. He's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, hold on, I'm looking for a surgeon. You're a surgeon, you know." Da, da, da. But I, but that doesn't make any sense because in the in coming episodes and in the rest of the episode, he continues to just buy into Hannibal's. Like if he was really, if he really thought he was a Chesapeake Ripper, he would have been like, uh, Jack, it's Hannibal. Um, I've got to go. You know. What well, I mean? see, like, I don't know. Thing. I think it was just his spidey sense is tingled, and yet there's not. No, but I don't think that that's what really? it was. The other theory is that he was looking at Hannibal and seeing. Um, Gosh, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe I'll post the link to where to what Please I read do. this about because it's this long. I want like, to read it. This long meta post about like life and death and how oh, Will th- Will thinks that he brings death to the world and he's only seen Hannibal bring nothing but life and save life. When really Hannibal saved is death in, incarnate. He's saved right exactly, but he's he's seen him save Abigail Hobbs. He's saving this man right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas Will shot Garrett Jacob Hobbs, he's like just continued to like have death follow him and feels guilty for bringing Hannibal into his like world of yeah. death. So I think in that moment, the other theory is that he's seeing a savior in, in Hannibal. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. And I buy maybe, that. And that maybe he will save himself. Will yeah. thinks that he will save himself. I buy that. And I'm going to reserve judgment until I see the next episode and kind of see it get fleshed out. Yeah, see, yeah. my first thought was not remembering 
you know, knowing the scope of the show, but not remembering episode by episode, right. choices being made, because I haven't seen it a little bit as I'm going through for this podcast, I, I saw that look and I was like, oh, this is like first first seed being planted. Sure, right. Not enough to go to Jack with, because it hasn't been flushed hasn't out been yet. Approved, and then he comes to Jack with just like, I saw something, and Jack's going to be like, what the fuck? Right, right, you know? right. So, so he can't do it yet, but yeah. I just thought like, mm, That's interesting. Yeah. there's just a little, I'm, I see something. It's like a thought, and, and it's like, like a hold seed of it, doubt, and, and maybe... Because Hannibal is so, so seductive, all these things. Yeah. Okay, maybe not, but it's just just a seed got planted yeah. in that one moment, and then it went away. And you it know, very like well deja could. vu. I have, I have a feeling for a second, and then, then the feeling gets gone, but it's still lingering there in the back of my I'm gonna eat another brain. Twist. Please do. Um, no, I, I like that as well. Um, I like that. Yeah, it's interesting. And then then we have the dinner party. You know, just the these insane plates and, and he's the real with the awkward sous wine. Chefs. Oh yeah, no, no. For a dinner party, that—that's what yeah. you do when you're that, like when, when you're having a party like okay. that, and you're gonna be cooking, but you're gonna be cooking for a lot of people in a yeah. massive plating. It people will it either help. people will either hire caterers to do all the cooking in their own kitchen, right? Of course. Yeah. Or if you're like Hannibal, I'm gonna cook too, but you'll hire chefs Man, to cook with you. That is like a whole nother level of like class and sophistication that I'm yeah. looking forward to reaching in my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't hire a bartender, which, I, which people have done, and I. Cocktail yeah, parties sure. like in their apartment where they have like someone. He was probably like, bar. I could probably cover that, making sure yeah. people's glasses were full. Exactly. Yeah. Although I wouldn't be surprised if one of the people also will serve more wine throughout. He's not getting sure. up and refilling everyone's wine glass. No, no. He has to be the 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 charmer and have the keep the conversation going. Oh, yes, one hundred percent. He's the host. Yeah. Bon appetit. Nothing bon appetit. here is vegetarian. <laughs> It's like love this him. is like oh okay. So I guess we should probably rate and talk about our overall impressions of this episode. Yeah. Um. What do you think? You talk first. Okay, you're, you're eating. Okay, I I, 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 love this episode. I feel like episode six was just such a great episode from a, a plot perspective, from a character perspective. It's such a huge meaty entree. This both cleanses your palate in the sense of, of, of just it, it, it's a breath of it's something different. It's also it has such a lightness to it amongst all the dead bodies. I think it's the it, music. That it's adds the music. The it's the characters. It's the plotting of the story. Yeah. It, it 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 moves things forward. It doesn't lay you down with tons of exposition, but there's important and stuff being said. Scene scene yes, it moves too. so much in the story. The pacing is much quicker. Yeah, yeah. And then some episodes are a bit of a slog. Yeah. Longer, potage, longer set pieces. Yes, potage. Longer set pieces. Longer talking sequences. This is clocking it in. There's montages. There's this. Yeah. There's this. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just fun. Yeah. I feel like this episode. I just had a. I had a great time watching this episode. Yes, they it was. They clapped at the end. One hundred percent. Like yeah. exactly. It was a performance. It was a show. Yeah. And it just it put Hannibal put on a show and it's almost murder. And mm-hmm. we were along for the ride. And I feel like this is what I love about the show is that it makes you forget. Or knowing that he's a cannibal, it makes you not care. Yeah. For moments in the show and for long moments, at least for me, I didn't care that he was murdering these people and eating it. I was almost rooting was, for him. It's fun. was beautiful. You're like, beautiful. oh, I wonder what he's going to do. And you're do. like, and it's interesting and it's fun. And he's yeah. so charming and you want to keep seeing oh, Hannibal be so Hannibal. And, and so, yeah, I, I love this episode. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I, I concur with everything that you just said. Um, so I won't I won't sort of rehash it because I think it, it is a nearly flawless episode. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm obsessed with Bedelia. She is, I think, one of the most consistent characters mm -hmm. that I, I understand where she's coming from. I understand her motives. I can I can sympathize with her as she's like mm -hmm. trying to figure out who Hannibal is. Mm -hmm. um, and and sort of protect him at the same time. Um, so anyway, that's just a side note. I'm just I am obsessed with with her. I, I see no wrong. No, um, I love her and I love her, just the way she fits in to the to the show. And I really feel like yeah. we've met almost not all of the main female characters, and it's such a yeah. broad spectrum there, of there of are. personalities and experiences and motivations. Exactly. And um, as, and in the female characters in the show, you have you right. have you have Alana, you have Freddie, you have your Freddie, you have your Abigail. It's all these different, these different and characters. If nothing else, she gives us. Oh, I don't want to say for nothing else because I think that she is her own person and has has an interesting story. But mm -hmm. we we are able to see through her another facet of Hannibal, an honest, at least partially honest facet of Hannibal. Yeah. Um, that we otherwise don't see because, right, otherwise he's like throwing smoke or, or setting up mirrors to mm -hmm. help um, divert people's attention to someone else or something else. Definitely. And, um, so anyway, I, so I would, I think I'd give this episode a 10. I, I regret giving it. Andre a 10. <laughs> we can this. retroactively, oh, no, we no, can no, no, a no. 9.75. <laughs> um, I would give this one a 10. Um, oh man, I would give it 10. Um, shitty bottles of wine. God damn it. Oh, was that yours? No, no don't worry about it, please. Oh, sorry. No, no, please. I didn't tell you what I was going to do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was going to say awkward bottles of wine, but okay. Um, I also agree. I feel like for everything that Entree did from a story perspective, yeah. filling in backstory, giving you exposition, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yet entertaining you, and expanding characters with Abel and uh, uh, Chilton, Chilton, this was such a deep dive. Not a deep dive, but... Really exposed Hannibal more. Yeah. More than I think any other episodes I've had so far, you got you really got to know Hannibal. And we got to see and a, the depths a, of him and the choices yeah, he's a making. Real depth. I don't want to say a weakness, but we saw him struggle with friendship and loneliness and love mm -hmm. in like a way that we have not seen. Previously. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 also going to give this ten out of ten. I gave the last one ten okay. out of ten, um, but. You know what? This this one's also a ten. It's just it's just so good, yeah. and I'm gonna give this ten out of ten um, divine cheeses. <laughs> Jose's. Jose's. It's oh, a small city. Hannibal. I love Hannibal. It's a small city. Right. Like, he was like, God, we're living in Baltimore. It. Like when you it must city. like Baltimore is a small city, it and is. it's I'm sure if you, when you're in that certain echelon of nice things it's just the oh, same I'm sure crowd there are, there are one or two cheese places in town and he's like Fuck Jose's me. is the best in the city and county of Baltimore <laughs> god I just Franklin is so so pretentious can someone start a tumbler that's just Franklin's Yelp reviews of cheesemongers ooh or yeah or just like just random like restaurants I want to see him like review Taco Bell <laughs> I tried their brio. I, I tried their burrito triple cream, and it, you know what? It was not as smooth. I just I want to. I know exactly. Oh, Someone so good. He was obviously not invited to the dinner party. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Nope. Alana was though. She was there. Oh, of course, Alana was. Ugh. As was the biddy from Pushing Daisies with the hair, yeah. and the boobs, yeah. and the red dress. Yeah. We can talk about her. Sorry, costumes. And the singer had a great. Group. Oh, she had a great like gold gown. Sorry, guys. Back into costumes. Okie okay. dokie. 
So, yeah, this was a great episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, please subscribe. Please rate. Please share. Um, follow us on Twitter, at FButchersPod. Those of you guys who have already reached out and emailed and tweeted that back at us, you you know we're going to get back at you. We're yeah. not. Yeah. Please interact <laughs> with us. We're, we would love to interact with you. Um, and you can find our website and see links to everything else on theethicalbutchers.com. And please email us at fbutchicles. Eh, uh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I used to laugh. No, no, so please. Funny. I was thinking eth, eth butchers pod. Butchicles. Yeah, butchicles. Um, ethical butchers podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, recorded, mixed, uh, and edited by us, Melina and Jack. Um, and we are still getting our audio situation uh, figured out. We had a big breakthrough on why certain things weren't working. <laughs> today so, so hopefully soon probably right. next ne- not next probably episode. not next week yeah next episode but soon. we look forward to, to bringing you more high quality audio uh, recordings in the future yeah um, theme music by Sean Hills and logo design by John Larson oh my god <laughs> we'll see where it's gonna be like our Z morning we'll like bang 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 we'll see where we'll see we'll see we'll see where remix Uh, All right, right, everybody. Thanks Thanks for hanging with us. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye.